We are trying to lead with flavor, lead with taste, make it obvious that this is something that's going to taste good, uh, regardless of the benefits. Like that's that's like an added reason, or like maybe that's why it's more expensive than a regular soda. And I want a good show, damn it. Great for a good show. You went awesome, yeah. Excited <laughs> to talk to you, Angie. Thank you for having Yes. Welcome to another episode of the Ecom Show. I'm your host, Andrew Maff, and today I am joined by the amazing Kevin Land, who is the director of e-commerce over at HealthAid. Kevin, how you doing? Ready for a good show? Yeah, so far so good. Beautiful. Appreciate you joining us. I am uh, super excited to have you on the show because I'm also a customer. I have like three bottles of HealthAid in my refrigerator right now, which is perfect. So obviously, big fan of the brand, but I would love to pretend that no one knows anything about you and tell us a little bit about your background, obviously about health aid, and we can take it from there. Sure. And you know, you could have more than three bottles in your fridge because we're 40% off for Black Friday, Cyber Monday for a couple more days. Oh, there you go. Nice yeah, 12 packs. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Um, yeah, my name's Kevin. I was hired for a weekend by health aid in 2014 to do uh, production assistant work at a small event when the company was just barely sold in three states. I thought kombucha was kind of weird at the time. Had only tried it through uh, like an ex-girlfriend once or twice um, and never liked it. But uh, the event was super cool. It was a music festival. Met all the founders. I found them to be uh, just like super positive and encouraging people and really excited at a time when I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And uh, we hit it off and they uh, offered me work and I was moving to LA where the company's based. That event had been up in SF uh, where I was living at the time. And yeah, just kind of started doing some more part-time work for them and then got slotted into full-time work through field marketing, um, which was a big part of HealthAid's kind of like rise of success. I think um, I alluded to it briefly, but like the taste of kombucha has been such a big learning curve for people and HealthAid tasting so good has made it a lot more accessible to folks. And then we just kind of built e-commerce as a, as almost like a marketing gimmick in 2017, I think. And it was local only to LA. Um, and then we just sort of built it out from there. And, and then it, it, uh, we started to look at it as like a real channel as the pandemic set in and people were buying everything online. And I was, uh, able to find some value, uh, you know, kind of taking the helm. So here we are. Nice. What, well, so. You've been with them for a while now. Did you have experience in like e-commerce and marketing field or anything prior to that? Uh, no, I was I was coming from like the event production world. So yeah. you know the the health aid event really was just like from people I had met doing like festival productions, and I was an AV. Um, I had a business background, so like you know I had studied studied a lot out of uh, out of college. I was only I think I was only two years out of college at the time. So you know had a was comfortable with networking and just trying on different things but no yeah i mean we've really built it built it from the ground up and there's not a lot of, of kombucha e-commerce still to this day so we're still kind of like pioneering 
but it, you know, that's the tough thing with shipping beverages to people's homes is it's not the most appealing business model for some. Yeah. So that was definitely one of the things I really wanted to touch on was like CPG brands in general are difficult. Beverage brands are traditionally typically even harder simply because of cost and shipping and all that. Then you tack on that your, I believe your cold shipped and your uh, glass, correct? Yes and no. Um, we have we are glass. That is true. Um, but we w- and we actually were able to stop cold shipping earlier this year. So we still cold store everything. Um, but after like extensive testing with R and D commercialization, we were able to prove that the product stays safe for usually a few days longer than any of our longest shipping lanes would require. So that was a big win when we were able to to show that was safe. Um, because not it's like not just the ice packs themselves are expensive and heavy to ship but when you when you need an ice pack it it changes the required shipping carton that you need to get the the 12 pack of kombucha out right so we have a lot more options now for how we pack and ship it um and it's both lighter and less expensive but um more importantly like we're just breaking fewer bottles in the shipping process which is better for customers of course yeah so you mentioned that in the beginning, a lot of the focus was on the field marketing side. Have you continued to scale in that direction? Are you kind of pivoting more into a digital side? Like what's been the strategy there? Yeah. I mean, Health Aid, you know, at that time, Kombucha was much smaller. Health Aid was much smaller. Um, and the change from field marketing is now, you know, that's kind of years behind us. We, we, continued after like after we kind of calmed down on the events um because like when i started i was running five events a weekend in just la and we had like 10 Jeez. field marketing people in the country so it was non-stop for a couple years um, farmers markets festivals vegan food festivals whatever you name it um and all the while we were also doing in-store demos and those those tend to be like the holy grail of field marketing because it's like try this yeah. it's on the shelf right there go buy it and it works, you know, you know, you're on, especially if you're on sale for a dollar off or something like you'll, you'll like move cases of kombucha through a Whole Foods. So we continued and might, might even still be continuing actually on the demo front. Um, as I've like, our mar- e-com is interesting at Health Aid. Like I sit on the marketing team, but we are a sales channel. So um, I'm still like closely tied to marketing folks in a way that maybe other sales leads might not be. Um so, you know, at trade marketing, who runs more of our demo program and even the field marketing stuff that we do continue to do, which tends to be like more VIP product placement as opposed to like, you know, liquid to lips, yeah. aggressive sampling. Cause we're, you know, we're, we're closer and closer to being a household name. We're the second yeah. largest kombucha brand in the company besides, you know, a 30 year old giant. So, um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's less, uh, it's less important to get all that field marketing done as it was when we were still building brand awareness and household penetration. Um, but in general, like retail is the vast majority of our focus. Um, but e-commerce is still, you know, at a top line, it's between two and 3% of the company's revenue. So yeah. it's significant in that sense. We're a small team. Um, but you know, the digital marketing focus tends to be more now, uh, on, on brand awareness in general. And we're just like always mm-hmm. going to provide that option for e-commerce. Um, but you know, if we get someone to go to the store and buy one bottle, that's still a win. And it's a little bit harder of a sell to be like buy 12 now. <laughs> um, exactly. So yeah, we just, we, it's, it's kind of a, something that we deem as necessary and valuable. And it's a, it's the only sales channel where we can have a direct line of communication to these loyal customers that are willing to buy a 12 pack or subscribe even like our most, you know, our most loyal consumers are buying 
a 12 pack that ships every month or every three weeks or whatever. Um, and we can talk to them anytime um, and they can ask us questions. And that's really like an even more valuable aspect of continuing to do e-commerce, even though it is a relatively small portion of this business. Do you find that the most of the e-commerce purchases are retaining customers, like people that have purchased maybe in store, tried it, and then just wanted to buy it in bulk? Or do you think it's mostly net new people? Um, I mean, it's, it's probably people that have tried it before. Like, I, I don't think a ton of folks are like, let me try kombucha and start with a 12 pack. Um, and I, I think a good way to sort of prove that out is over like August and September, there was a TikTok trend uh, around kombucha and like uh, dieting that really blew up. And, you know, Health Aid has never pushed diet culture or said, you know, like, you got to drink this to lose weight or anything like that. It's really not our ethos. We're more about like the, the health it takes to be happy and like, yeah. you know, enjoy your life and eat the nachos if you want to. It's fine. You have to have some kombucha. <laughs> it'll help kind of thing. Um, but this trend really took off and we saw our retail sales reach record highs, right? Um, and it didn't really have a huge impact on e-commerce, even though like they were right there. The videos were on TikTok. They could literally click over to our profile and buy it there but i think it's just because if you're going to try it for the first time it's a lot easier to buy a bottle or two than 12. Um, yeah so yeah i'd say typically we're getting people who know what they're getting into um and they really like it and they're ready to commit because it's fridge space too right like like mm -hmm. we started talking about cold um and we're on sale right now and we are we're, like our black friday sale is going great it's been live in some capacity since the 17th today's the 29th and um you know you could be the biggest super fan ever, but if you don't have room in your fridge for 36 bottles, it's hard to stock up too. So there's that element. Um, but yeah, our returning customer rate when we're not doing a big sale tends to sit between 40 and 50% um, on Shopify anyways, you know, and, and you could take those, those data with a grain of salt sometimes, but um, yeah, it seems like we, we have that loyal base, but we're always bringing in new folks. And my assumption is that the, the majority have at least tried the product before or tried kombucha before anyways. You'd mentioned, you know, the field marketing, and then you mentioned the TikTok thing. So it really like, it sounds like a lot of word to mouth is, is really what kind of caters to this. So I imagine, is there a strong like influencer marketing approach or like affiliate marketing? Are you doing anything in, in that direction? Totally. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, we've been working with the same PR firm as a company for five or six years. And then we kind of handed them the keys to e-com affiliate marketing just in the last year. So we're on Impact Network and we're always finding people that uh, want to create content and, and link out to e-commerce. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's an, a live and active channel for us, certainly. Yeah. I find that with CPG brands, especially in the beverage space, like no one wants to be well, not only does no one want to be like the first person to ingest something, so new product launches or even just newer brands like that can be a big struggle getting it moving. And then mm -hmm. the other side of it, to your point, is like no one wants to pay shipping for a single bottle of something they want. They typically have to do some kind of sizable pack. And if they haven't tried it before, it's not very justifiable so when you're doing your brand awareness and you, you know you've got your different campaigns that you're running, are you staying focused in the certain areas that you're currently available, or are you trying to do nationwide and then hoping to get into retail because of that brand awareness? Yeah, 
I'd, I'd say like we are, we double down in areas that were successful. I remember years ago we had, we called them like super target cities and it's like, you know, LA, New York, San Francisco, some of these like yeah. major metro areas just love kombucha. So we want to make sure that we're showing up for those folks. Um, but you know, health aid sold in over 40,000 stores already. So like we have nationwide reach is, is still going to be valuable, uh, kind of yeah. wherever we run. Yeah. If you're, if your digital marketing aspects are focused on a brand awareness side, and so you you know you can easily tie e-commerce sales to that, but it's obviously very difficult to tie retail sales to that. How are you factoring in like customer acquisition costs? How do you decipher like what's working and what's not, so that you know how to push and pull if really your main target is is simply just reach? Yeah, and that's that's an ongoing battle, and like like this year especially, we built. We built the e-com forecast around like a very specific return on ad ad spend for e-commerce, um, and you know we were we were sort of like approved to lose even a certain amount of money on this advertising because you know to get to get to pay ourselves back if we're going to advertise for e-com specifically we need to get like a crazy return because our product is yeah. so expensive to fulfill, right? Um, and we've just found that it's it's very difficult to reach those numbers, and we're almost better off like pulling the brakes on e-com specific advertising and making sure it pays for itself, which is the direction we're more moving in next year, which again, will still remain like a two or 3% section of the company, but rather than trying to aggressively grow and put a lot of pressure on the advertising uh, to, to return aggressively, um, you know, we can focus more on just the reach, which is a little harder to measure. There are places like Instacart, Amazon fresh, where there's like online buy online platforms where you can actually get a measure on those results. And, you know, if you see the ad is working there on those websites and you're using similar creative elsewhere and it's getting a lot of impressions, a lot of click through, then, you know, you, you can kind of like make some assumptions. And then of course, if it's a geographical target, if you run a campaign in Miami for three weeks and suddenly sales are higher, like you can draw those conclusions, but you know, that, that's like ever a game, right? So like, even as we were approved to like lose this money on e-commerce advertising, it's all still awareness. Like, yeah, you want to yeah. target bottom and, and low and upper funnel differently. But like if my bottom of funnel ads turn into zero e-commerce conversions, um, that's still people who are going to recognize us when they go into the store. Um, yeah. But you know, luckily we do convert. <laughs> it's a bit there of both. So you'd mentioned, that was actually my next question. You mentioned the Instacart and Amazon Fresh and stuff. Are you also available on the other marketplaces? Like, do you also have the product from an e-commerce perspective, like available on Amazon or Walmart or any of those other places? Yep. We, through Shopify, we're running on Walmart, Amazon, TikTok, um, Etsy even has like a connector now. I don't know if we've had any sales on there yet. Um, I just set that one up, but yeah. And there's like even a couple wholesale channels. There's one called Fair with an E at the end. Um, so we've, we've done some sales on there. Uh, and then we have our own like custom wholesale platform. So, you know, if you're a small retailer, uh, liquor store, whatever, and you don't want to meet the MOQs of a local DSD, we can set you up on e-com for a while and you'll get a discounted wholesale price. So, yeah, I mean... Between among all those channels, like the number one and two are our website, our subscribers, and then Amazon. Um, but yeah, we want to be on all those channels, and that's just through Shopify. But then Omni Channel, we're on Amazon Fresh, we're on GoPuff, we're on Thrive Market. Um, 
Imperfect Foods, aka Misfits Market. So yeah, there's there's a handful of like online channels that we are doing pretty well in. Um, but those, it's just like you know, route to market wise, there's so much more um, oversight required for for like the day to day on e-commerce, just because you know we're dealing with third party logistics and it's not through our you know, if you're GoPuff and Amazon Fresh are buying from our biggest distributors. So there's not a ton of like handholding that needs to be done. We like have some meetings, set our marketing budget and go from there um, yeah. versus, you know, monitoring inventory like a hawk and making sure customers that are reaching out are happy. It's just a very different world. Yeah. So you mentioned the subscriber side. I wanted to ask you about that too. So obviously having some kind of, you know, subscribe and save option makes a lot of sense because you have to more or less stay refrigerated at least most of the time. So you can only bulk up if your refrigerator can hold so much. Sure. So it, it seems like a very logical thing for some of your top customers to do. How are you, how is the subscribe and save doing? How did you start promoting it? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we just built it in cause it was so easy. Like Shopify makes everything so easy to do. Right. And then we just watched like people were signing up for it and whether that's cause it was 10 or 15% off. I think we're doing 15 now. I think we started at 10 a few years ago. Um, but we just saw it growing. Um, so we started like running more promotions to, uh, draw people in like, Hey, your first subscription will actually be 25% off and then it'll revert to 15. You know, there's like old, old school tricks. Like when you're on the website, you have the radio button for subscription as the default option for the one-time purchase. So at least people will consider it. Um, and, um, you know, when it comes to like the Black Friday sale or any of our big promotions, we'll like reach out to those customer cohorts first, give them like early access or, um, you know, extra loyalty points if they buy on a certain weekend. Um, so, you know, just any, anything we can do to show them that like we're grateful because yeah, having that like mm -hmm. recurring revenue, um, predictable even at times uh, is really valuable to us. And um, we want to show them that we're here to support. Do you do anything in store to try to, you know, use that as a channel to get them into the e-com ideally into subscribe and save or vice versa? Or do you try to get people from e-com to be like, Hey, this is your closest store. Like what's, what's yeah. the approach like? Um, I'd say like the most like direct link that I, we, that we just built. So this is like a very, very recently live, like a week or two. Um, or I think we might not have even published it yet. Maybe I was just looking at the Figma file, but like, uh, will be part of our loyalty program, which is, you know, the loyalty program really exists to, uh, support econ purchasing. You know, you get points. I'm sure you've done it on any number of, you know, brands you've shopped online. But we have a uh, show your receipt for points option. So, you know, normally you get, get points if you follow us on Instagram or buy this many cases on e-com or, or what have you. Yeah. Um, now we'll have an option where if you upload a receipt from an in-store purchase, you can get points towards an e-commerce purchase. So that's like a very direct example of like, hey, keep buying in store and you can benefit on e-commerce. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, every e-commerce customer for the most part is going to wind up receiving our marketing messaging. So if we are like launching a new flavor at Sprouts or at Whole Foods or Kroger, like we can communicate that to you. But, um, you know, over the years, I remember like I, I like helped build health aids customer experience, uh, channel as it exists today. Um, I was literally the guy in Zendesk for about a year in 2019. Um, <laughs> and we'd often wind up shipping coupons to people for this or that you know, uh, 
mix up in the store or a broken bottle in e-com, what have you. And one thing that has been almost impossible to find, and I still don't think we have a good one, is a digitally generated coupon that you can use in store for like a free bottle. I mean, for a discount, they yeah. exist, but it just it's just risky, right? Because, you know, as soon as someone figures out how to print it themselves, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's just a lot harder to manage. So, um, yeah, I'd say the, the receipt program and then just, you know, communicating with our customers that are around and available. Do you... So, you know, we, we talked about um, like the marketing side and the brand awareness side. Kombucha is very interesting, right? Because it's you you have people that drink it are big fans. And then you have people that are like, eh, and they kind of are weary on the taste, which I know that's a big side of health aid is it's not it doesn't taste like most kombucha. Right. What would you do? You Is most of your marketing focused on educating the consumer on the benefits of kombucha or are you going after people that are already kombucha fans and you're just trying to steal market share or would you say it's like a little bit of both this is the million dollar question right and we've gone we've gone different ways over the years right like uh last year and the year before we were really focused on being gut health champions so all of our messaging was like gut health forward probiotics education all of these things. But as we've done more and more consumer research, which is something, you know, we've only been able to afford in the last year or two, um, it's just not as important to customers as taste. So like we are trying to like lead with flavor, lead with taste, make it obvious that this is something that's going to taste good uh, regardless of the benefits. Like that's, that's like an added reason or like maybe that's why it's more expensive than a regular soda because it has these health benefits, but ultimately like it's a really tasty drink. Um, that, you know, can go with just about anything. So yeah. um, it's, it's gone back and forth over the years, but I'd say at the moment we are like thinking flavor um, and we even, we're launching some, some exciting new stuff in the beginning of next year, which will be available on e-com in February or late January. Um, and that especially we're like looking for the, we call them healthy-ish, like, you know, people who would prefer to eat healthy, but they're not like necessarily going to like, drastically impact their life to to buy organic yeah. every single time um those are kind of like the the new customers we're looking for and then yeah you have our like super dedicated um always healthy taking shots of apple cider vinegar crew that yeah. have been loyal from the <laughs> beginning yeah i say because that's that's uh originally what had got my wife had turned me on but she's a big kombucha fan across the board but i would try nice. some of these other brands and i'd be like this is this is rough and then Oof. she's like, try it. She had got health aid. She got a camera, which store she got to have. She brought it over and she's like, just try this one. It's very different. And it's like, okay, this is, this makes a lot more sense in a direction to go in. So there's a lot more line. So I loved it. I was like, oh, this is great. So now that's the only thing we buy. Cause it's the only one I'll actually drink. Um, but Amazing. I, I can see how the education side for someone to, to learn like, Oh, kombucha is good for you. If they've even tried it before, but it wasn't health aid and they didn't like the taste, it's going to be tough to get them to try it again. Usually it takes a while for them to be like, Oh, let me come and try it again. Try a different one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I, even when I got hired for that event way back when it's like, it was free. So I was like, okay, I'll try it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but exactly. like I hadn't bought a bottle yet. Um, yeah. So yeah, it takes some convincing for sure, but the taste goes a long way. Yeah, I agree. 
Kevin, thank you so much for your time. I don't want to take up too much more of it. I know you're uh, super busy over there, but I'd love to give you an opportunity to tell everyone more about where they can find you and, of course, more about HealthAid. Awesome. Yeah. HealthAid, uh, still making the best tasting and highest quality kombucha you can buy. Uh, we're based in Southern California. So, uh, you know, you'll see us here more than anywhere else. And you can find us on uh, Instagram at HealthAid, Twitter at DrinkHealthAid, Facebook.com slash HealthAid. Um, by all means, reach out. You can send us a message on any of these channels. You can uh, ask for me directly if you have thoughts on the show or, uh, you know, questions about anything that came up with Andrew and me today. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Happy, happy to join you for this conversation and, and share a little bit more about the health aid background and e-com specifically and hope to, uh, you know, connect again soon. <laughs> Perfect. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, everyone who tuned in, of course, thank you as well. Please make sure you do the usual rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff on whichever podcast platform you prefer, or head over to theecomshow.com to check out all of our previous episodes. But as usual, I will see you all next time, and hopefully you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to The Ecom Show. Head over to ecomshow.com to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or on the Blue Tusker YouTube channel. The Ecom Show is brought to you by Blue Tusker a full-service digital marketing company specifically for e-commerce sellers looking to accelerate their growth. Go to bluetusker.com now for more information. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing episode of The Ecom Show.